I had a conversation with my wife this week that, that marked me. It marked me. We were just chatting and in that conversation. following phrase emerged, remember when. I said, honey, remember when we were, we were, I was, we were in our 20s and we, we would see moves of God and God's spirit. I remember a time that I was giving the part to preach for a pastor, for a speaker whose name you would recognize, an amazing man of God. You would know him. He came and I was gonna give him the part to speak. And he approached the podium and the glory of God was just like this, so thick in the place. He took the mic to speak. It never happened to him before. I don't think it's happened to him after. He took the mic like this to speak. And I did the whole, hey, we're glad to have him in our house. Church, can you help me welcome so-and-so? He came up and he said, hi, I'm so good. The glory of God just hit where he was he couldn't he was the, the phrase is laid out I, what does that mean to some of you he was laid out he ended up on the floor no one pushed him no one enticed him no one no sort of psychological manipulation of coercion where you create a self-fulfilling prophecy by declaring you're gonna fall no, no, no. he fell when I looked at the church the church was out no one ever said in three seconds you're gonna if the power of god's gonna hit you and you're gonna fall None of that so it wasn't like you know manipulated and they put an idea in your mind and then you walk it out None of that without anyone having to give instructions it's, a, it's a, a normal service but the spirit of god was so there that things happen and it's not that's the apex of god moving it's not like well, how do we know god's moving because people are no is that there's a, a manifestation of such degree that when you leave that service, your life is never the same. And you, being, you begin to live, act, walk like Jesus, and you're Jesus to a broken world. And wherever you go, you have an expectancy that something's going to happen. Like wherever you go. She broke me, man. Because she, I didn't even tell her how broken that comment was. She said, I said, have we seen something ever since? We've seen more people, more numbers, more influence, more platforms, more reach. And she looked at me, not happily and not to try to bother me. She just looked at me and said, can I be honest? I said, yeah, she went, no. And it broke me so bad. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, Samuel, I haven't changed. What we need right now in this state, what we need in this nation is a fresh outpouring of the spirit of the living God. And it begins with you. It begins with me. And I'm here to tell you the Holy Spirit is not attracted to hype. He's attracted to humility. The Holy Spirit is not attracted to rhetoric. He's attracted to repentance. I don't know about you, but I'm here to tell you we are about to see God's Spirit pour.
girl show up, he's going to sit, sit down for a couple minutes here, sit down, it's going to be quick, but I'm going to tell you what the Spirit of God placed in my heart out of that conversation between, between now and Pentecost Sunday, 40 odd days from now, we're going to talk about the Spirit of God. The, the sermon series is the same Spirit. Somebody say the same Spirit. The title of tonight's message is, or today's message is the hovering spirit. Somebody say the hovering spirit. The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Romans 8, 11. Let me repeat that. The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. I want to repeat that till it gets inside of you. The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. I don't know if you understand this. The same identical spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Not a clone, not an imitation, but the same, not a Times Square $45 version. No, but the same identical spirit lives in you. That's the reason you keep getting up. That's the reason every single time the world, your flesh, the detractions, hell itself, things that you're done, you continue to get up. Every single time, everything around you says it's over. You're never going to come out of it. So all of a sudden... You get up again. And then you get up like a boss, praising like you're just getting started. Because the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. The same spirit. Somebody say the same spirit. Who? Real quick, I'm going to talk to you about the who, the what, and the where of the spirit. Who? Somebody say the same spirit. It's the same spirit. So if you have confessed with your mouth, let me ask you, have you confessed with your mouth and do you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and Savior of your life? Yes. Are you a Christian? Yes. Are you born again? Yes. If you answered yes to all of these questions, you have the same identical spirit living inside of you. In order to tell you of the who about the Holy Spirit, who he is, let me tell you who he is not or what he is not. The Holy Spirit is not a denomination. The Holy Spirit is not a network. The Holy Spirit is not an emotion. The Holy Spirit is not an experience. The Holy Spirit is not a moment. The Holy Spirit is not a church service. The Holy Spirit is not a conference. The Holy Spirit is not an ideology. The Holy Spirit is not a philosophy. The Holy Spirit is not an app. The Holy Spirit is the most powerful force on planet Earth today. I don't know if you get that. The Holy Spirit is the third part of the Godhead in charge of his church. The Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of Christ, the same Spirit that raised Jesus, literally lives in the church today. I know you don't see him, but here it is. The Holy Spirit is in this auditorium. You say, Pastor Sam, is that like metaphorical? 
Is that like something that you're speaking figuratively speaking? Is that some sort of literal application of the wording and the verbiage for the purpose? No, I mean literally speaking, no joke, I'm not kidding. As we gather right here, the Holy Spirit of Almighty God is in this auditorium right now. Not only is he in his auditorium, the Holy Spirit lives. If you're a born-again Christian and you answered yes, the Holy Spirit lives in your home. Oh, no, you seven claps for that. I don't know what kind of homes y'all have, but y'all need to get those homes right. Because seven of y'all clapped. The rest went like, I don't know if that's true. If you're born again, the Holy Spirit doesn't say, well, we, I can't go into your house. I, the Holy Spirit lives in your home. Not only does the Holy Spirit live in your home, here's the part we need to say a little bit clearly now. This is going to be, when I speak to my friends, and I, I recently had a meeting in Los Angeles a couple days ago, and then we had people outside of Cali that came in for the meeting. I met with a number of pastors who you would recognize from California, very prominent pastors, talking about revival and awakening and the move of God and what's next. And all of a sudden, we, I mean, you would get this, we get these jokes, right, from our friends, and they're joking, I get it. Some pastors, friends of mine outside of California, when I say stuff like this, hey man, the Spirit of God is moving in California. They go, the Holy Spirit's in California? They actually go, California? Are you kidding me? With everything, all the laws they're passing, all the things they believe, there's no way the Holy Spirit can be in California. I, I'm, I'm here to tell you. The Holy Spirit lives. He's here in the state of California. What does that mean? I don't care what the governor may sign. He can never evict the Holy Spirit from California. I don't care what Sacramento does. Sacramento and the politicians cannot get rid of the Holy Spirit from the state of California. I don't care what the cultural influencers may say. They will never get rid of the Holy Spirit from the great state of California. And a matter of fact, I'm here to tell you, get ready. California is about to experience a move of God just like Azusa, just like the Jesus movement. This state is going to experience an outpouring of the Holy Spirit from San Diego all the way to the Oregon border. We're about to see God show up like we have never seen before. How many believe that with me? can't get rid of the Holy Spirit. You can't. I don't care what court. They, the courts can't evict the Holy Spirit. The most powerful force on this planet is the Spirit of the living God. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. That's the most powerful force. That person, the third person of the Godhead, right here alive and well, I'm telling you, it's the reason you have them. That's why you can't stay down. That's why you get up. That's why your friends are baffled by you. Your enemies can't explain you and hell can't stand you. Now, who is this spirit? According to John chapter 16, verse 8, this is a spirit that convicts. He convicts the world of its sin. He convicts believers of God's righteousness. And he even convicts the devil that he's already been judged. Hey, devil, you've already been judged. You're guilty. You're done. I love that. And that John passage is powerful because it's the Holy Spirit convicts. Somebody say convicts. And I want to be clear what John says in 16 because we got to get the Bible right. It says that he convicts the world of its sin, but he convicts the believer of his righteousness. 
Oh, you messed. You see, you didn't get that. I know you didn't get that. He convicts the world of sin. But when the believer messes up, the Holy Spirit doesn't say you're a sinner. The Holy Spirit says, what are you doing? You don't belong there anymore. You are the righteousness of God. Jesus already paid the price for you. You're born again. Stop doing that. Don't live like that. Walk like you have Jesus. Talk like you have Jesus. Live like you have Jesus. He convicts of righteousness. The Holy Spirit comforts John 14, 26. The Holy Spirit empowers Acts chapter 1, verse 8. The Holy Spirit emancipates 2 Corinthians 3.17. The Holy Spirit seals Ephesians 1.13. And every time I'm, I am slipping into the pit, overwhelmed by the darkness of the spirits prevailing upon the face of the earth, this is what prompted this entire message and series. A conversation with my lovely wife, and I was, I just, every single day, I am privy to news and initiatives and ideas that come from culture that are more dark and dark every day. And there are crazy things coming out of culture right now. Culture comes out, vomits a crazy idea. All the legislators that don't want to look like they're bigoted or they, want, they don't want to be called names, they come around and they approve and affirm crazy ideas from culture, even though the ideas run counter to science, to the word of God, to everything that is holy and righteous. They have to approve it. And all like this week, I was in a little bit of a pit because I'm, I'm even privy to even crazy. They're coming after our kids with ideologies and teachings where in the first and second grade, they're going to begin teaching our children things that are not in the word of God that is contrary to the word of God, actually contrary to science and human biology and human physiology, all these things, and even doctors from the great American PDX, there are doctors saying this is wrong, and they're, they're even saying we're not even Christians, we don't even have faith, we have atheist doctors writing papers going this is jacked up wrong, this is against science, against everything that we've ever studied, this is wrong, and somehow the culture is taking the lead, so I got into a little pit, I'm going to be honest, into a little funk and I was there I'm going God oh this is deep this is going wrong and all of a sudden I felt the Holy Spirit go like this to me and I felt God just touch me and say Samuel I'm still here oh you missed it if the Spirit of God is still alive then I have news for you. That spirit is greater than the spirit of fear. That spirit is greater than Pharaoh. That spirit is greater than Jezebel. That spirit is greater than Goliath. That spirit is greater than the Antichrist. That spirit is greater than COVID, than cancer, than atheism, than the cancel culture, than perversion, pedophilia, sexual immorality. That spirit is greater than the spirit of abortion, racism, poverty, injustice, greed, ambiguity regarding gender and sexuality bigotry and intolerance that spirit is greater so i'm here to announce get ready the spirit of god always wins if you believe it praise like he always wins it's the spirit of love in a world full of hate it's a spirit of biblical imago day tolerance and love. Not diabolical, but biblical, where we don't just tolerate each other. That, that's politics. You're not called to tolerate people. You're called to love people. I just don't tolerate you. I love you. I just don't accommodate you. I love you. 
That's the radical nature of the Spirit of God. Radical, crazy love. Radical, crazy, unbridled truth. Oh, that Spirit is the same Spirit that lives inside of you. The Ruach Elohim, the Ruach Yahweh that we just sang about, the Ruach HaKodesh. That's the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Yahweh, the Spirit of the Holy Spirit. In the New Testament, he's known as the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of Truth, the Paraclete, and the Holy Spirit. Hebrews 10 says this, but the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us. This is the covenant that I make with them after those days. I will put my laws in their hearts and their minds. I will write them. Their sins and their deeds I will remember no more. It is the Holy Spirit who tells you God doesn't remember your sins anymore. I love that. Who is the spirit, the same spirit that filled Joseph, prompting him to gain favor with Pharaoh, catapulting him from the pit to the palace? Yeah. Genesis 41, 38, Pharaoh said, can we find anyone like this man who in whom is the spirit of God? I love that. The spirit of God is the one that takes you from the pit to the palace. Where even the people that held you captive will one day elevate you and promote you. And they become your public relations team by telling everybody that person is full of the spirit of the living God. 1 Samuel 16, 13. The same spirit that raised Jesus, the same spirit fell upon David as he was anointed to reign. It says, and he came upon David in power. He anointed David in the presence of his brothers who hated him and critiqued them. Woo! The same spirit God anoints you in the presence of those who criticize you, in the presence of those who hated you. He will elevate you. He is the same spirit. He does that. And then the third example, which is the one where I want to land on today. It's the same spirit that raised Jesus. Is the same spirit that hovered and covered the chaotic waters of Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. Yep. That's what the spirit did. Just like that. I kid you not, the Spirit of God hovered. Now that's wild. Just like that. Y'all need to hear this. The Bible says that the earth was without form. It was void. It was broken. It was messy. I'm using every Hebrew word. It's going to be on our app, this entire sermon. So you have to go deep in the Hebrew here. Because the Bible says the earth was void. Now in the Hebrew, it means it had no purpose. No destiny. It was chaotic. It was messy. And yet, the Spirit of God hovered on top of a mess. Oh, you're going to get it in a second. It wasn't devils covering the mess. It was the Spirit of God that literally hovered upon a mess. Stop. Why would the Spirit of God be on top of a mess? Because in verse 3, God said, let there be God will cover your mess until you are ready to receive the word. That'll launch your miracle. You're not getting this right now, but you will. The kind of God that we serve, we serve the God who will cover the mess until we are ready to receive the word that'll make the mess into a miracle. God said, let there be light. And all of a sudden, there was light. That's what the Spirit of God does. He comes down upon you. He hovers upon you. Everything that is around you, it comes off you. That's what the Spirit of God does. I'm here to tell you to get ready. Whatever is messy and chaotic in your life is about to... 
just like the spirit just like this throne the spirit of God is upon your family the spirit of God is upon your children the spirit of God is upon your marriage I'm here to declare the spirit of God is upon Sacramento the spirit of God is upon Los Angeles the spirit of God is upon California the spirit of God is upon America as we speak Lift up your hands. The spirit will cover until that chaos is ready for the word. God said, let there be what? Jesus said, I am the one of the world. Let there be Jesus. Let there be Jesus. Let there be Jesus. This is what the spirit of God is doing right now upon America. I kid you not. So anyone who tells you God is done with this nation, they're lying to you. The Spirit of God is still hovering over messes. Oh, but get ready. Somebody say, get ready. 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 The same Spirit with your hands raised. That spirit, that spirit is about to land in such a way. We're about to see families and communities and people and nations rise up. Watch this. Where the spirit of God lands, the messes, he blows away them. Don't tell me that God didn't cover you when you were messy. Don't tell me that God didn't. Even before you were born again, some of y'all saw God cover you. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Oh, don't get religious on me and tell me, oh, I, oh God, God, God only showed up in my life the moment I came to church and, and I accepted Jesus. Nah, y'all know that, the, that you, all, you all had that zzzz. Some of you should be dead right now and you're not because he covered you when you were a mess. Oh, I feel the Lord. Some of you should be in jail right now and you're not because he covered you when you were a mess. Can I have a witness here of somebody who knows? That's why we praise the way we praise and we worship the way we worship. Because we are witness. Stand with me. You are standing. Stand with me. Because we, we were that. We were Genesis 1-2 and the Spirit of God did not ignore us. The Spirit of God he hovered upon us until we were ready for the word. Some of you were covered because somebody prayed for you. Some of you were covered because somebody prayed for you. Your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your auntie. Anybody know what I'm talking about here? You all spiritually speaking, metaphorically speaking, you heard a God got your back. He had your back even when you did not have. He had your. You know what I'm talking about. And then the Word came. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was the God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh. Jesus, the Word incarnate. Then Jesus came. And then the Spirit, the Spirit that was over you, looked at you and said, Oh, now you got the Word. Genesis 1 3, John 1 1. Jesus is the Word. 
He is the light. Everything from Genesis. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, I'm not just covering you now. I'm just not going to cover you. Now I'm going to fill you. Now that you've been washed by the blood of Jesus, you qualify. Not just are you covered, but now I'm going to fill you. So this is it. This is the next step that happens to you. You're not just covered. By the way, how many are grateful to be covered? You're grateful to be covered? I, I, we live in California. For those that are streaming, we Christians in California, we drive in California highways. California drivers are created on this planet to test our faith. We know this. It's a matter of fact. Look, Google it. Go through Wikipedia. California drivers, why do they exist? To test real Christians out. Because they're crazy what they do and how they drive. Unbelievable. But here's the thing about, about coverage, right? Those that have car coverage. In, in California, 50 states, Guam, D.C., and Puerto Rico. You have to have insurance coverage or not, it's against the law. And if you don't have coverage, you're liable for any damage, any accident. You're liable for everything. If you're not covered, you're liable. How many are grateful that you're covered by the one who already paid the price, paid the premium? And by the way, hey, Jake from State Farm, I don't care if it's State Farm, Allstate, I don't care if it's Liberty, whatever it may be, no insurance company says, we're not just going to just protect you from now on. We're going to go back for the past 20 years and we're going to cover your accidents. No insurance, no insurance on earth works retroactively except the blood of Jesus and the spirit of the living God. God says, when I cover you, Jesus kicks in, then, then he says, I'm going to fill you. Watch this. And then he fills you. And then he fills you. The spirit that covers you is the spirit that fills you. Lift up your hands. Because this is you. I'm not kidding. This is you. This is me. This is sparkling water because we don't do flat water in this church. We don't do flat water religion. We do living water. We do vibrant water. We do, we do the kind of stuff. So you just, this is, you get filled, you get filled. Let me fill as much as I can here. You just get filled, you just get filled, you just get filled. You just get filled. I'm actually showing you what's about, I'm showing you right now what's about to take place in your family, in your home, in your marriage, in your ministry, in your calling. I'm here to tell you that it's, God's about to fill you up in such a way, in such an amazing, powerful way. Pastor Jeff, come up here real quick. Oh, you have more there? Look at you, sunshine. That's amazing. Look at you. Uh-huh. And every, all we got to do is just hunger for him. We hunger for him. We hunger. We hunger for him. We hunger for him. We, this is you. This is you. This is you. I'm going to stop. I'm, come up here. Real quick. No, no, come. I need you to run up here. Come on, you're a football player, NFL, come up here. You still got it. Lift that up now. Hold it like this. Just like that. Like this. Just like that. Beautiful. 
Give me a little bit more. Somebody give me a little more water. Any water? Anyone? Any water? Just find a water bottle. Here it is. Anybody? Here it is. Thank you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me show you this. shame. 
You no longer live in your past. You don't live in perpetual victimization. You don't live in eternal brokenness. That's not who you are. You don't live there anymore. Because a living Jesus could not stay in a tomb that was created for dead people. And who you are determines what you occupy. You are a living child of God. You don't live there anymore. Just repeat after me. I don't live there anymore. I don't live there anymore. I am not who I used to be. Therefore, I don't live there anymore. Who, what, where inside of you? And this is what's next. This is when you're in Starbucks and you're ordering your caramel macchiato. And there's a, your barista is in front of you and there's a person behind you. Six feet away. Maybe five and a half. And this is you. And you want to walk out with your camel macchiato and 240 calories. Grande, of course. But all of a sudden, something compels you to open up your mouth and just look at the barista and the person behind you and, and just look around and say, oh, what a day. And they'll ask you, what day, sir? And you will say, oh, I've just... I've, I've just seen the blessings and the favor of God like I've never seen before in any other day. Oh, what a day. This is you. This is where your cup runneth. This is how we change the world. That's how we change the world. That's how we change the world. We let the overflow come out. We don't stay quiet. And when things happen, we don't ignore them. When, when culture is attempting to suffocate destiny in generations, we speak biblical truth with love. That's why we continue to lay hands on the sick, declare the promises of God. We continue to elevate the glory and the grace and the giftings of God because it overflows. It overflows. Lift up your hands. Heavenly Father, thank you for covering our mess. You hovered over us when we were messy and chaotic. When Samuel, in his worldview, had no purpose, no design. You always had one for him. You knew me better than I knew myself. Lord, why were you covering me when I was wrong? Why were you when I was wrong? Because you knew a word was coming. You knew one day I would hear, let there be revival. Thank you for giving me the same spirit that raised Jesus. Thank you that that same spirit hovers, covers, and fills me. Not just me, but my children and my children's children. I declare that right now. Matter of fact, lift up your hands a little bit higher. I, this is going to sound comical because it is, but I believe. Man, I pray right now your children and your children's children. I pray some of your kids text you and say, Mom, there's a drone on top of me. I can't see it. I can't see it on my eyes, but I hear like this drone thing. Even at night, I hear this, and you're going to crack a smile and go like, yeah, it's not a drone. It's not the military. It's not the government. Nope. It's the Holy Spirit of God covering you because there's a word coming your way. There's a word coming your way. If you received 
Jesus word, raise one hand. If you receive it in its entirety and you're not joking, raise both hands. If you know now that you are covered, that the Spirit of God hovered over you, He covered you, and now He fills you through the blood of Christ, raise both hands and a foot. And if you know for the rest of your life that you're the Holy Spirit's address, 1 Corinthians 3.16, we make everything legal here. You are the temple of the... Colossians 3.10, Philippians 3.10, all point to the same spirit. Galatians 5.16, the Philippians 3.10 is pretty wicked. But he comes along and says, I'm going to know you and the everything of your resurrection power, everything of that spirit that raised you from the dead. Receive that word right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Are you ever going to look at a drone the same? I was outside of Starbucks in Granite Bay on Douglas called Cabot Stolen, telling you the place. I was standing outside, lady comes up to me, and I, if you know, if you don't know Pastor Sam, Monday through Friday, he has his trucker's hat. I look a lot like here. That's that's my vibe. And by the way, I love this church. That's cool. That's, if you, my, you're my playlist. I have both R&B and country. And that's just who I am. That's why I love this. I love this. So I look like that. And I'm there, I have my, my Tahoe hat, I, I'm in my Jeep, so I have my Jeep gears, and there's a way to dress with a Jeep. And I'm in, so I'm incognito, sunglasses and a mask, lady comes up, boom, crying. Sir? Can you pray for me? She goes, yes. She goes, I just sense God's... It's not hype. This stuff is real. Let it come out. Don't let anything in life put a lid on the overflow. Don't let it. The anxiety, the fear, the drama, the issues. Do not let anything put a lid on the overflow. It's through the overflow that other people will be saved, delivered, and healed. Heavenly Father, right now, seal this word in every heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit. Today we say yes. Thank you for the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of us. Thank you that that spirit not only hovers over us and covers us, but now he fills us because the blood of Jesus washed us. 